California Senate candidates spar over the Democrats' proposal for a $50 minimum hourly wage. You know what I say? Let her rip. Let California have a $50 minimum hourly wage. We'll just see how that works out. Let's get into it. Here we go. The GOP candidate, Steve Garvey. Remember remember Steve Garvey? The um, baseball player? He's a good baseball player. He was, he was a star back in the day. GOP candidate Steve Garvey says minimum wage is where it should be. He's letting the law of economics, the law of capitalism work. And these other folks, well, let's watch a video. Let's, let's see what the former mayor of, I believe, San Francisco has to say on this. This is, this is, some, this is some wild stuff. You've got some people that are just literally disconnected from reality here. Let's take a listen. Ms. Porter, thank you. Ms. Lee, you have the next question. Both of our Democratic opponents are calling for a minimum wage between 25, 20 and $25 an hour. You're calling for a $50 an hour federal minimum wage. That's seven times the current national minimum wage of $7.25 an hour. Can you explain how that would be economically sustainable for small businesses? You have 60 seconds. First, let me say I um, owned and ran a small business for um, 11 years. I created hundreds of jobs, benefits, retirement benefits, also health care benefits. I know. And what did you pay them on an hourly basis? Because you can't pay them 50 bucks in an hour and give them benefits, retirement and medical and dental and all the partridge in a pear tree. You can't do that at 50 bucks an hour. So you're lying what worker productivity means. And that means that you have to make sure that your employees are taken care of and have a living wage. In the Bay Area, I believe it was the United Way came out with a report that uh, very recently, $127,000 for a family of four is just barely enough to get by. Another survey very recently, $104,000 for a family of one barely enough to get by low income because of the affordability crisis. And so just do the math. Just do the math. Of course, we have national uh, minimum wages that we need to raise to a living wage. You're talking about $20, $25, fine. But I have got to be focused on what California needs and what the affordability factor is when we calculate this wage. Ms. Lee, thank you. Minimum wage is where it is and should be. If you look at what California has done to fast food franchises right now, increasing the minimum wage to $20. We've talked about that. We've podcasted on that. It's, you know, companies are pulling out because they can't make a financial go of it. But hey, let's look at what people need because then we'll just give that to them. Don't worry about if the business is viable or not. And what's going to happen? That's going to increase costs for hardworking Californians to go to, to go to a franchise. Instead of a, uh, a Big Mac for $9, Mr. Garvey, thank you. Mr. it is Garvey, going thank to be you. $15. Mr. Garvey, thank you. Your time's up. Mr. Garvey, you can say the minimum wage is fine where it is, but you want to know why people are living on the street? It's because we're paying them poverty wages. No, it's because they're doing drugs. Plain and simple. They're choosing to live on the streets. You have the option when you are working your budget, you have the option to live somewhere else. Maybe San Francisco isn't, isn't the greatest place for you to be going on. Uh-oh. We've lost it here. We've lost it here. Let's keep going. Miss Porter, thank you. Ms. Lee, yeah. you have the next. National uh, minimum wages that we need to. It's going to happen. 
that's going to increase costs for hardworking Californians to go to to go to a franchise. And instead of a, uh, a Big Mac for nine dollars, it is going to be fifteen dollars. Mr. Garvey, you can say the minimum wage is fine where it is, but you want to know why people are living on the street? It's because we're paying them poverty wages. Try to find a house anywhere in California when you're earning minimum wage. Uh, we have to raise people's incomes. We have to build a lot more affordable housing. We need wraparound services for people who are homeless. Uh, and Mr. we can Schiff, do this. We've demonstrated with homeless vets Mr. Schiff, your an approach that up. works. Thank you very much. So there, you've there, right there, you have got, you have got multiple different approaches to the same issue, right? <laughs> Steve Garvey. Now nah, it, it's good the way it is. I say, I say, it, this is my thought. It's kind of like it goes back to defund the police. We, we know how well that went, right? We know how that went. Top of my head. I've changed out chairs, by the way. So I'm going to drop myself down just a little bit here. How's that? Top of my head isn't cut off. I don't know if we need the top of my head. Pretty optional, except for me. I say with the whole situation with like defunding the police, give it a rip. Let's, let's give it a 90 day period where you actually defund the police and you don't have any police in the community. Let's see how that goes. I say, let California move to a $50 an hour minimum hour wage. And we'll just see how that works out. Cause how do you think that's going to go? Is that going to be stellar? How many businesses pull out? Burger King pulls out. Taco time pulls out. All your grocery stores pull out. Um, Starbucks pulls out. <laughs> Healthcare pulls out. I mean, it, the list just goes on and on and on. It relies upon lower wage workers. I mean, hospitals alone are already reacting to wage increases and they're cutting hours, they're cutting shifts, they're cutting, you know, to make budget. So you jack it up to 50 bucks. You've got people who don't understand the concept of a budget, and that's why they're willing to, you know, restrict housing in the name of environmentalism because they don't get it, nor do they really care. Nor do they really care. Because, you know, you bump it up to 50 bucks an hour. Ah, we're going to need a federal bailout. This one didn't work either. It's just, it's ludicrous to take, okay, here's an expensive city like San Fran. And then back end in your budget. Well, we got to pay them 50 bucks an hour because these people can't survive. Well, your business can't survive on that either. The economics are not there. A Monday night debate in California between several candidates vying for an open Senate seat included a question about raising the minimum wage to 50 bucks, an idea that one Democrat candidate has floated in the Bay Area. All right. So if you are, a, you know, entry level employee, you're not going to be living large in San Francisco. That is a choice that you are making. If you want to live in an expensive city, go ahead and live there. But no, you're not going to be living like a king and you might be sharing a, you know, a one bedroom with four or five other people and you just make do. That's what you got to do. People have choices. Not everybody gets, you know, the three bedroom, two bath American dream home. That is no longer a thing in San Francisco. And a lot of that has to do with it's geographically wedged in between some, you know, you got ocean out to the west and you got mountains to the east. It's just like Seattle. 
And then you've got a bunch of liberal policy that's restricted your housing supply. You're never going to build your way out of it with, with, with the policy that you have in place. So get used to it. Bumping up the hourly wage, that's just going to drive out businesses in mass in the state of California. And I say, go for it. I say, just let her rip. I'm sure this will work out just fine. Because you know where they're not going to have a $50 wage? Texas. They're not going to have a $50 wage. Wyoming. You're not going to have a $50 minimum hourly wage in Florida. No, just not. It's ridiculous. Absolutely absurd. It's people that are detached from reality. And that's a lot of who we have running these big blue liberal cities. People detached from reality. In the Bay Area, I believe it was the United Way that came out with a report that very recently, 127000 for a family of four is just barely enough to get by because it's so damn expensive. That's, it is what it is. Not everybody can live in San Francisco as a result. And if you don't make enough money, go live in another city, period. That's just how this goes. But no, people don't want to, and it's like this cup says, socialism works for those who don't, right? Is that right? Yeah. I mean, it's so true. I don't want to work. Socialism will work for you. So Democrat Congresswoman Barbara Lee, she said this when asked to defend her previous support of a $50 minimum wage and explain how it would be sustainable. It's clearly not. These people haven't run the numbers, nor will they ever. They're just like, well, we need to get these people off the sidewalk. Never mind the fact that they're on drugs and they don't want to leave. You know, you got the bleeding heart guy who's like, you know, the reason that we've got so many homos is because things are so expensive. It's not a housing issue and it's not a dollar per hour. You do have some of those elements, but at the end of the day, people have a choice of where they should live or can live. And if you're trying to get in, if you're a young person and you're trying to get into a housing market like Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, just about anywhere in California that's got some population density, any of those cities, Dallas is becoming more expensive. You know, you've got New York City, incredibly expensive. So, you know, that argument, we just need some more affordable housing. Well, you know, Texas has affordable housing and Florida also has some affordable housing. Now, what color are they? Oh, yeah. Well, we need it in the big blue states. All right. Well, good luck with that. Meanwhile, Bring on the 50 bucks an hour. I say just go for it. I say just run with that concept and we'll just see how it works out. Need a big bag of popcorn because that's not going to go well. Lee had previously called for a $50 minimum wage, which would amount to around 104 per year of income. Federal minimum wage is $7.25 per hour and ranges from $16 to $20 in California. Here in Washington, uh, are we? did we move it up from 15 to 20? I can't even remember. It's somewhere in that range, right? I mean, tough to live in Seattle on minimum wage. But you got to be honest that these, these cities, especially these big blue liberal run cities, you've shrunk the housing supply so badly and you don't have the ability to bring more on. And even if you do bring more on, it's going to get sold. It's going to get occupied by people who can pay. And they're not the minimum hourly wage. You bringing a bunch more supply on, it's just going to get sucked up by people, buyers in the wings. We've got buyers in the wings all day long right now, but there's no supply for them to purchase. And they're also waiting for interest rates to come down a little bit. 
We've had uh, just kind of some some interest rates have come down a little bit. They're at like six and and over six and a half, six and six point seven, six point six, somewhere in that range. And um, I think the buyers are waiting for that low, kind of lower six mark to jump on in. But here in the state of Washington, here in my MLS, in January, we had housing supply drop down to like 0.6 months. That means in a little over two weeks, if no more inventory came on, our entire system would be sold out. We have no supply. And it's because sellers don't want to put their homes on the market because when they sell, they're going to have to buy at you know close to 7% interest rates. And they don't want to do that. They've got 3% now. Why would they move? You know, they're moving for various different reasons. Job, you know, relocation, somebody gets married, somebody dies. You know, those are the reasons, but there's not a ton of that going on right now. The 50 bucks an hour, do it. Just bring it on. I'd love to see that show. That that'd be a good show. Hey, let's let's you get an extra big bag of popcorn for that, right? Just do the math. Of course, we have national minimum wages that we need to raise to a living wage, Lee continued. We're talking about $20, $25, fine. But I have, I've got to be focused on what California needs and what the affordability factor is when we calculate this wage. How about you talk to, I don't know, one, maybe two business owners, you know, maybe of a you know, bacon-wrapped taco stand and see what they say about paying their employee 50 bucks an hour because hourly wage is such a big component of any small business. It's, it's usually that and rent are some of the two biggest factors and rent in California, it, you know, everything real estate related in California is astronomical. And a lot of that has to do with the policy that's been put in place. So former baseball star, Steve Garvey, the only Republican on the stage, he told the moderators that the minimum wage is where it is and should be. A lot of people disagree and say, it needs to be more. Well, you can't run a profitable business when things get too wacky. And 50 bucks is wildly wacky. It's way outside of, yeah, it, it allows people to do, you know, to family afford whatever to live quite comfortably. But that's not how the equation goes. If you are a, a lower end worker, then you got to make choices appropriate to your wage. And that's probably not in San Francisco. San Francisco, Seattle, LA, expensive. Don't expect to be able to make a go of it there. It's just, it's like moving to London, you know? I'm sure this will be fine. I'm sure this will be fine. The folks you see living there are well-educated, high-paying jobs, and even they aren't living like rock stars because it's just so expensive. You see all the videos and the stories in New York City, same thing. It's so expensive to live there. So it is. All right, let's just pay them more. It should work out. Okay, let's see Let's see that go. If you look at what California has done to fast food franchises right now, increasing the minimum wage to 20 bucks and what's going to happen, Garvey said, that's going to increase costs for hardworking Californians to go to a franchise to get a Big Mac for nine bucks. It's going to be 15 bucks. It's going to be 15 bucks and people aren't going to buy them and stores are going to close down. Never mind the fact that you've got crime running rampant. 50 bucks on top of the crime equation you've got going on. I mean, we covered, we covered Oakland and, you know, the In-N-Out and In-N-Out Burger and then Denny's 
I mean, you've just got restaurant after restaurant already closing because of factors that, you know, just let crime go. It should be fine. You know, that whole, this is hangover from that whole defund the police thing. All right. Well, yeah, this isn't, this isn't going the direction we thought it was going. Oh yeah. And so now governor, governor Gavin Newsom in California is literally just, you know, harassing the, the mayor of Oakland because they didn't get their paperwork in time to get the grant money that he's handing out like candy because of the policy that all of these politicians, that all the folks in California voted for has created this situation where crime is just a free for all. I mean, when, when you start developing your own cat vocabulary for the criminal, you know, activities going on in your community, that's when you know it's bad. And I'm referring to bipping. We all know what bipping is, right? Breaking in progress. Democrat Representative Adam Schiff, he took issue with Garvey's statement. So Adam Schiff, I believe, is leading the, is he, I think he is leading the race for mayor of San Francisco. Democrat Representative Adam Schiff took issue with Garvey's statement and said that so many people are living on the street because they are being paid poverty wages. That is an absolute lie. They, those people aren't working, and they are not working because they are addicted to drugs, and they are addicted to drugs because you've decriminalized drugs and you let it go, and now San Francisco is waging this war on drugs. They are constantly doing these huge sweeps through the United Nations Plaza in San Francisco. A couple of days ago, there was, what, 25, 30 people arrested? You've set yourself up with all this criminal activity going on. Stolen goods, human trafficking, you know, partridge in a pear tree of crime. You've got shenanigans for days, right? You've just got shenanigans going on. And so you're, you're trying to fight this uphill battle of, ah, oh, we're going to get this thing. We're going to get the band back together and we're going to get things in line. You got a big, huge uphill battle and 50 bucks an hour. You're just going to throw some more, you know, putting out fire, <laughs> putting out uh, fire with gasoline. <laughs> yeah, it's a liquid. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> yeah. Try to find a house anywhere in California when you're earning minimum wage, Schiff told Garvey. We have to raise people's incomes. Well, not if it doesn't make sense. Not if the business can't operate. That's the equation that these folks aren't considering. You can't just bump up that wage and go, oh, I hope it works out because it's not going to. It's, it's, it's economics. It's simple economics. And so maybe you bump it up. Like I'm saying, hey, let's do it. Let's give this a run and we'll just see how it goes. How many businesses leave? How many businesses shut down? Thousands, thousands. And then what happens to your tax base? What happens to the economics of funding your police? What happens to the economics of funding your hospitals? What happens to the economics of funding your roads, infrastructure? Yeah, they're already in a world of hurt, right? How many billion are they upside down? It's a lot. It's a lot. Schiff and fellow Democrat candidate Katie Porter have floated support for minimum wages ranging from 25 to 20 to 25 per hour. California passed legislation last fall that will require a $20 minimum wage at all restaurants with at least 60 locations nationwide. They're going after the big boys, figuring that they can pay for it, right? It's kind of like when Seattle went after Amazon with the Amazon tax, hashtag tax Amazon. And uh, Amazon, you know, for their headquarters, number two, said, Seattle, not so much. And they've pulled out of Seattle, by and large, and they've come over to Bellevue because it's 
easier for them to run their business here. We're more, you know, we're conducive to business. We got a lot of big businesses coming into Bellevue because that's kind of what we believe. Still got a Democrat for mayor, but reasonable. And we don't tolerate homelessness and we don't tolerate just rampant drugs. We have seen a spike in crime, but, you know, I attribute that to, hey, Joe Biden's America, right? <laughs> you, you, you have criminal activity has gone through the roof everywhere just in, in areas where we didn't defund the police and go through that drill at lesser rates. So, although the law includes an exception for restaurants that make and sell their own bread. Why, why is that? Why is that? a thing? California. Several major fast food franchises, including McDonald's and Chipotle, have already signaled that prices will have to rise in response to the increased labor costs. Okay, so if you're making minimum wage and you're going to go out to eat, well, you're not anymore because you can't afford it. So you're barely making enough anyway. Now you can't afford the food. Now you certainly can't. You, you can barely afford the rent. I mean, you're just, these folks are just shooting themselves in the foot and they don't realize it. They're just, they're so hell bent on, wow, well, let's get them some more money. This will all, you know, work out. This will all level itself out. It won't. As businesses consider passing costs on to consumers, fat brands chair Andy Wiederhorn he recently said that someone's got to pay for the jump in wages. Huh. You mean it doesn't just, you know, it's not that Obama phone? You're not getting that Obama phone money? No. The consumers who are voters must have known what they were getting into by promoting this legislation to raise the minimum wage from 15 to 20 and on its way to 25, Wiederhorn told Fox Business this month. You know, the voters, on by and large, don't run businesses, do they? Because there's just not that many folks that do. And with the break-ins you've got going on throughout California, break-ins you've got going on here and everywhere, you've got, you've got more break-ins in areas that have been, you know, that are bluer. That's just, that's just a, a statistical fact, right? Everyone wants their employees to make more money but it just costs more. It doesn't come from thin air. It doesn't come from, from governmental subsidies because that's not how this works. But let's give them 50 bucks an hour anyway. And someone's got to pay for it. And the restaurant operators don't have the margin for that. So prices are going to go up. They're going to go through the roof. And then is there enough demand? We just saw what happens when Seattle bumped up their, uh, their hourly, I think, and this was on the Uber Eats and the DoorDash deliveries. So they bumped it, I think, to 20 bucks an hour. The Seattle minimum wage went up. You could probably check out a podcast on this channel and, and see what that looks like. But what, the, what, what Uber Eats and DoorDash did is they added in this massive you know, delivery fee that they're going to use to basically cover the difference on the minimum wage. So now prices have gone up and what's that do to the demand for that product? It reduces it. Nobody's ordering it. I had the conversation this morning with somebody and they, they were like, you know what? I'm just going to go pick up my own food. I'm not going to do DoorDash anymore. I'm not going to, I'm going to go get it or I'm going to make it at home because that is too expensive. I talked about the $18 burrito. Now it was an $18 burrito meal. It's got the burrito, which is really good. And you've got the rice and you've got, I always get refried beans. I think they're great. And um, so 18 bucks for that. Yeah, it's expensive, um, but it's a really nice restaurant. 
Now I, I ran that, you know, cost comparison. I ran that on my DoorDash app and it'll be close to $30 before tip because you've got this huge chunk, just like we talked about. Operators don't have margin for that. So prices are going to go up. And that's what DoorDash has done. They, they did me dirty. So I will not be ordering DoorDash from La Palmera in Seattle. I will go and pick it up. So, you know, it takes, it, it basically shuts down that whole DoorDash concept of, well, we're going to just be able to pay our people more. Well, your people are going to get less because they're going to have less deliveries to do. A 2021 Harvard Business Review study, this should be interesting, found that raising the minimum wage actually leads to lower compensation for employees. Huh. Who knew? Who knew? In addition to companies being forced to raise prices, many economists have also warned that companies will be forced to cut jobs, which often ends up disproportionately hurting low-wage income earners. The very group supporters of raising the minimum wage are aiming to help. These people aren't running businesses. They're not economics majors. They're not even personal finance majors. Apologists for the minimum wage routinely claim that increasing it will help low-income workers and have no effects. Yeah, I I say we test that theory. I say throw it out there and let's just uh let's let's just see how it goes. Real honestly, I I would love to see that. They often cite corporate greed as the only reason for relatively low wages in places like the fast food industry. In reality, raising the minimum wage reduces employment and causes the higher cost of labor to be passed on to the customers. And that's how you get that $20 Big Mac. That's what we're looking at. Because low-income workers disproportionately buy fast food, like McDonald's, they disproportionately bear the cost of not only the more expensive labor, but also the lower employment levels and now higher food costs of what they consume. Anton continued, and Tony continued, the fact that exposes the reality that the true minimum wage is and always has been zero for the worker that loses his or her job because of a higher minimum wage, they now have no income and higher food prices. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> it's not that hard to figure out, is it? But, you know, we, we literally just lived through the time period where defunding the police was a thing as well. 50 bucks an hour? Let's give it a rip. Let's just see how it goes. I say go for it, folks. Get out that popcorn. All right, I'm going to end this segment here. Thank you for being here. I'll catch up with you in the next one. Make sure you subscribe, do all that good stuff, and I'll see you on the next one.